This is the Rebellious Wellness Over 50 podcast for women over 50 who aren't done yet. You may have seen the worst of aging and are hoping there's a better way. There is, and I'm going to show you how. In interviews, book reviews, rants, and stories each week, I'm going to bring you the latest science-based info on how to age better. I'm Gregory Ann Cox, and I believe it's time to bust the myth that aging equals decline in every area of life. It pisses me off, and it's BS. Look, aging happens, but it doesn't have to ruin your life. You just need to get a little rebellious in your approach. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Rebellious Wellness Over 50 podcast. And in true rebellious form, today we are going to be talking to somebody who has a fabulous company that produces the best CBD oil and products. I don't know, anywhere, probably. (laughs) Welcome, Justin Benton, co-founder of the company. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad we uh, serendipitously had a chance to talk and communicate and connect and have me on your podcast because uh, there's just a lot of misinformation out there. And there's a a plant that goes by many different names that's really making a a major impact in people's lives. So, so happy to be here and, and share our story. Yeah, and, and I'm super happy to have you because I imagine that listeners have either heard of CBD, tried CBD, know somebody who's tried CBD, and some won't really have a clue. Even the people that know something about CBD may not know the nuances and what makes your product better. But I want to, before we get there, if you wouldn't mind explaining the difference between, I still have, God love my husband. It's like, you're doing this. He took CBD in capsules. Right. But I was doing the CBD tincture that you said. And he said, did you feel high? And I'm like, how many times are we going to have this? Anyway, love him to death. He just doesn't keep straight the difference. So do we get high when we take CBD, even though we might just feel better? That's one of the top three questions that we get. And so, no, you don't get high. CBD stands for cannabidiol. Cannabidiol, you can say it a couple of different ways. And CBD is in human breast milk cannabinoids. That's why the milk drunk is what you hear. It's also made naturally with inside of our bodies and brains. It's called 2-AG. It's a really long word. CBD it can also be found in broccoli and kale and 25 other fruits and vegetables and superfoods. So the real confusion is, you know, the 1937, they passed the Marijuana Tax Act that made marijuana illegal. They spelled it with an H and it also made hemp illegal. And so ever since then, there's been a real, you know, there's Reefer Madness, which was a movie that they created to confuse people and make people scared of this plant that we've been using medically for over 8,000 years, dating back to Oriental medicine books. And so, yes, it's very, very, very common. And, you know, for the last 80 years or so, we've been told that this is uh, a, a bad plant. It's a gateway drug, all kinds of things that this is a bad, bad, bad thing. And so it's understandable that so many people are confused. But when you tell people that CBD comes from hemp, a lot of people are like, hemp, isn't that stuff you make clothes and and paper and rope out of? And that's true. So we only knew about CBD really in our country since around 2013. There was a girl named Charlotte Feige who had massive seizures, horrible. She was in hospice, 300 seizures a a day. She wasn't going to live. Her mom was so desperate to find an answer that she um, heard about CBD. There was some research from Dr. Raphael Mishulam from Israel who showed how CBD helped children with epilepsies in the 1970s. 
<laughs> and so she said uh, anything at this point. And so she found this plant and it, it helped her daughter, you know, reduce her seizures severely and, and almost get rid of them. That was the beginning in 2013, Sanjay Gupta, Dr. Sanjay Gupta mm -hmm. did a special on her on CNN. I've and seen told that the world, special. I knew yeah. I, the story was familiar. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was the beginning. And in 2014, they passed the farm bill, which allowed us uh, hemp farmers to start growing test plots to see if there was a really a market for CBD. And as we all know, mm -hmm. there certainly is a market for CBD. So to answer your question, no, you will not get high on CBD unless you get high on broccoli and, <laughs> and kale because it's in there too. That's funny. Now you have a, you don't have the same story as that mother and her young daughter, but you got into this world of CBD because of your son. Correct. And so it's the exact same thing. So our son had a regressive diagnosis of severe autism. So he was a healthy, happy child who had language, who was communicating, playing t-ball, going to the park, and then poof, language gone, communication gone into his own world. And so, you know, obviously it's the worst news in the world to hear that your child has been diagnosed with a severe diagnosis of uh, autism. We tried everything we possibly could. We, you know, we went, we looked everywhere and, and, and you're looking for a solution. Fortunately, I was raised holistically. I understood plant-based medicine. I did not want to go the road of of giving prescription pills and drugs and things to my to my two year and a half year old child, so we just tried. And in the beginning, we started listening to some of like there was like the county and the state. They had these programs and these things and ABA testing and and uh, you know I remember in the beginning, you know, you're just lost. No one tells you what to do. And, and so we were like, so I read that we could take gluten and dairy out of their diet. She's like, oh no, don't worry about that. Just stick to our program. And so after I was like, no, and this is what I empower people and parents all the time. Trust your instincts. Do your own homework. Trust your instincts. Don't, don't give that over to somebody. Do not give your health or the health of a loved one over to somebody. Challenge them and, and understand the real root of the cause and trust your instincts. If it makes sense to you, go for it. Doesn't make sense to you. Don't do it. Our intuition leads the way. And so my intuition told me I needed to call my mom who lived, uh, was a school psychologist for 40 years, health and integrative nutritionist, and basically a healer along with a master herbalist. And she came out, she gave the same diagnosis that my son was severely, you know, affected by autism. And so the diagnosis was there. So then we continued to clean up his diet, get rid of the processed foods, the, the gluten, the dairy, the, the refined sugars, the artificial sweeteners, artificial flavors, the stuff that's in our food right now, they won't even accept it on the borders. I remember we sent a big like care package over to Russia a few years ago and they left it and let the food rot at the border. You can't get our products in France. You go look at their at their at their labels for cookies. It says, you know, flour, milk, eggs, sugar. You know, you you need like a doctrine to read our ingredients now <laughs> these days. Our food supply is filthy and it's rotten, and 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 that is contributing to what all, a lot of these autoimmune diseases. So, anyways, with a clean diet, great nutrition, we were able to get my son to communicate and reteach him all these things. But he wasn't all the way back. He was still on the spectrum, and so I found this research about Mishulam and, and, and Charlotte uh, that was helping with seizures. And I figured, well, if it could help with seizures, maybe by the grace of God, it could help with a neurological ailment like autism. And so we literally wing in a prayer. Let's give it a shot. There was no, there was nothing out there about CBD and autism, nothing. And I just said, it makes sense to me. And I did my research and I talked to the researchers and I talked to the doctors and I did all I could. And I tried some products out there. The last thing I also wanted to do was get my son high as a three-year-old. I, you know, you don't want paranoia, anxiety, 
not knowing what's going on. So uh, when I found out about CBD that could help naturally healthily without uh, you know, a buzz and was helping kids with epilepsy, I was like, okay, game on. I'm going to try it. So we did. First thing I did was tried everything myself. I wasn't going to give something to my son that I didn't try. I tried hundreds of products on the market, everything I could possibly get my hands on. And nothing really made sense to me. But then I came across some research from Dr. William Courtney. And he was using juicing cannabis to treat people with severe stage four, stage five cancer with some success. And that's when the light bulb went off. And I said, now that makes all the sense in the world. Why are people heating up, denaturing, processing, turning it into a single molecule like pharmaceuticals to sell CBD? None of that made sense to me holistically how I was raised or plant-based medicine. So I said, you know what? I'm in California. I can grow hemp. I got some high CBDA. A stands for acidic. That's the raw version of the plant. Grew it in my backyard. Made a simple tincture. My son was out of pumpkin patch. He was having a tantrum, having a horrible time. Hands over his ears, as children on the spectrum tend to do when they're overwhelmed, kicking, screaming. All the other kids are out picking pumpkins, having a great time on hay rack rides. And my wife gave him the tincture that we made that morning orally. Literally two minutes later from kicking, screaming, a horrible experience, he was out picking a pumpkin with his sister. And that was our aha moment. The grandparents were there. The aunt and uncle were there. We're like, what was that? What did you give him? And that was like, it's our cold pressed hemp oil. And that was it. We incorporated the hemp oil along with his organic juicing and his clean, clean diet. And he's off the spectrum. It's the miracle that happened for us. We literally have a healthy, happy child, goes to school by himself, no AIDS, not on the spectrum, plays basketball, smart kid, just got an academic award. And our prayers were answered. That's not just CBD. You've got to do the other work too. You, you are what you eat. The water has got to be clean. Reverse osmosis, natural spring water, you know, you need to make sure that their exercise and, you know, the food needs to be right and all of these things and sleep needs to be right. And a lot of it comes down with your gut biome too. You got to make sure that you're taking your probiotics or eating your foods that have probiotics. You know, this is, this is a temple, man. You really, when you're dealing with an autoimmune disease, you've just got to be letter of the law. If you want to be healthy, everything that you eat needs to be figuring out how, I mean, look, we're all going to have little cheats and things like that. And you can have dessert here and there. But if you want to get healthy, all of us, you need to be mindful of what you put in your mouth and what you put in your brain. And that was our miracle. So we started up 101cbd.org just to teach other families about our story. But then the people just kept coming one after another, uh, rheumatoid arthritis, neuropathy, fibromyalgia, cancer. And we kept seeing just incredible success stories from these people that found us from watching things like CNN and Dr. Sanjay Gupta. And then it just, it dawned on us when one lady came up and she just used our product for cancer and she got a clean bill of health three months later. And then that's when everything stopped. And I said, everything I've ever done in my life has all been a pre preparation to take this mess that we were in with my son. I shut down all my other businesses. I was very successful in sales and marketing. I said, all I'm going to do for the next, for as long as I need to is educate people about this plant, help them understand that it's just another plant just like celery. We should all be juicing this plant. It should be at farmer's markets. In fact, it is at farmer's markets. There's going to be hemp juice bars. This is the miracle plant that has all 21 amino acids, a perfect balance of omega-3s and 6s. It's got GLA in it, which can only be found in one other plant that our bodies need, the building blocks. It's got these things called cannabinoids that are was what CBD is, and there's over 100 of them. So I don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole here, but it proofs in the pudding. If you want to try it, reach out to us. We'll send you one for free and uh, see for yourself. I think that I've got an enthusiastic podcast interview here, don't I? 
Yeah, I'm a little I, passionate about it. If you can I tell. love it. Breast milk. I love that. That's the what did they? What did you call it? The drunk something drunk. The dr- drunk eye. Those are cannabinoids that are doing yeah, that. Yeah, it's like and you that's, just that's, see a baby after they eat. They're like you know so relaxed. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so mm-hmm. to the present day, we've got adults and children, mm-hmm. but I'm going to deal with adults. So that my, is my list yeah. of taste. So my husband, I referred to him earlier. We were buying a capsule, CBD capsule, because we tried an oil and it was he didn't like it. And it was mixed with turmeric. So it was like, oh, this is good for inflammation. And this is this. And he had to take quite a few every single day to get to the point where he felt like before his knee surgery, it was alleviating some of the pain. Tell me the difference between a a capsule. And this was a powder in a capsule, not a gel cap and a tincture or an oil that you would take under the tongue. Absolutely. And so there are different ways that you can consume the plant. So a capsule, obviously. They're going to, you know, dry it and, and, and there's going to be some denaturing. If it, if it looks white powder, then it's white powder. So they took all the chlorophyll and all the healthy yeah. nutrition and everything out of it. So it depends. Um, but you put it in a capsule. Anything that you do uh, that goes through digestion has to go through your stomach acid, your liver, your kidney before it gets processed into your blood. So it breaks everything down. So the real absorption rate of a capsule or any, even an edible, anything is around five or six percent absorption rate. So you need to take a lot, just like you were saying with your yeah. husband. And so depending upon your budget or depending upon uh, how, what, what you want to do, that's certainly an option. So the sublingual oils that you hold under your tongue from five to seven minutes, actually, there's a sublingual gland underneath your tongue that goes directly into your blood, basically like taking it intravenously. You can get up to 70% absorption by holding it there for seven minutes under your tongue. So you're getting you know maximum bang for your buck. You're getting the full plant right into your system. And you're not having to worry about it being broken down by all those kinds of things. So sublingual oils are the most popular method that we sell. Also, people that have severe like intestinal or, or cancer or issues down there in your stomach, people will also do suppositories. So you can take our oils and mix it in with cocoa butter, like a little ice rack that you put in your freezer and you can take suppositories. Some people, you will also use like longer, like uh, dropper looking things as well. And that absorption rate can get up to 99 percentile. So if I was dealing with stomach cancer or something severe, you know, IBS, just real issues, pain, tuberculitis, things like that. And I was comfortable with doing suppositories. You can get up to 99% absorption rate through suppositories. So it's a huge difference. And, you know, look, the number one reason that people don't like our products is the one complaint that we get sometimes is the flavor. Like, oh my God, it tastes like tail or oh my God, it tastes like a plant. And I'm like, would you, there's something called like, take your medicine. And it's a reason why it tastes like a plant because it's a cold pressed plant. And it just blows my mind like these, they, like we're like children, like, give me a break. When you're five years old, you have to fight to take your medicine or whatever. And, you know, they make it taste like bubblegum and all this stuff. Look, our bodies want to heal. Our bodies know how to heal. Just like when you were seven years old and you got that cut and the next morning the cut was gone. But as we get older, we need to be making sure that we're really giving our bodies the right supplementation through the foods we eat and other supplements like ours to make sure that it can heal itself. And you just got to grin and bear it. And I'm telling you, in the beginning, the flavor might be a little strong or it might you know, be like something. We do have different flavors. But when it works, when your pain goes away or gets severely reduced or when your anxiety disappears or you can sleep a whole night or you're dealing with an autoimmune disease, like, come on, people, like, suck it up. And then also your body and your brain will trick you because it'll be like it'll associate that that taste is a good thing you know, kind of like a campfire and things like that. It'll just associate and you'll start to love the flavor when you know how 
how well it hurts you. And you might not know it consciously, but subconsciously, you'll be like, I can't wait for that flavor. It's, it's pretty wild how that works. Well, and I, I would hate to admit this, but I did smoke and, I, and I'm going to ask any smoker, did you like the first cigarette? Did it taste good? No, it tasted awful. Most of us choked the first time, but we smoked. Our friends were smoking. We were going to smoke. And so I agree with you. And I, I even wrote to you the other day. I, was like, I feel like I'm in college and I just ate some hash. It's so strong. But mm-hmm. like you said, I then, and here's a testimonial for you. I was feeling anxious about something and I'm really good at controlling my mind usually, but this seems to have sort of taken control of my mind. And I thought, well, here I have it. I'm just going to bite the bullet and suck it up, as you said. And I put a half a dropper under my tongue and I even had to ask you before we went on there, is it possible that it could work really quickly or did I make that up? I swear to you, people listening, within 10 minutes, my mind had relaxed back to its normal state of like, I'm doing some work. I'm looking at the birds. There was no like rapid fire craziness. Tell us why, Justin. Why did that work so fast? Our brains have these things called CB1 receptors. And these, these CB1 receptors are set up to receive cannabinoids like CBD. If our body makes it, it's called 2-AG. And so what happens is in the world that we live in, we come across stress, right? Fight or flight and or freeze. These are all these things that, that our, our, our reptilian brain are immediately tapping into when we are worried about life situations or personal situations or the real issue these days is the social media, the, the notifications on your phone, the news, all of these types of things that are being inundated with. And then the blue light on the phones. And then our diet and not sleeping and lack of exercise and not enough water and, and all these things, right? So that just makes your, your neurotransmitters fire too quickly. That's why people can't sleep at night because your brain is overwhelmed with stress and anxiety and all of these different things and notifications and, and things. And so what happens when you take the CBD oil under the tongue, under the tongue, it goes right on the blood, goes right up to the CB1 receptors in your brain. And it notices that the neurotransmitters are firing too quickly. Well, then it's like, you know, our body knows it's like a thermostat. It knows what 72 degrees is. The thermostat is set. And so we get overwhelmed and the CBD, when you take it, kind of resets that thermostat down from the 90 degrees and it brings it down to 72 and it gets your neurotransmitters and their circadian rhythms to fire correctly. And so does eating well. If you ate well all the time and you drank plenty of water and you exercised and you slept well, and you were mindful and great mindfulness and asked yourself great questions and had all kinds of good journaling and surrounded yourself with positive people that lifted you up, all those kinds of things. You know, if we all lived on an island and we didn't have the TV and we just like lived off the island and we went swimming and we hung out with our friends and family, we would all have a lot less stressful life. But unfortunately, that's not the life that we live right now. And so we have to kind of figure out ways to get our brains back to that. So when you take the CBD, it helps your brain get back to 72 degrees on that thermostat. And uh, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing. That's my favorite thing to take it for as well. Really? I, I, I am amazed. I'm not, I, I come to most new, th- I wouldn't say CBD is new to me, but when I haven't used something, I love to try things, but I try with a skeptic's mind, healthy skepticism, you know, not like I want it to be right or wrong. But anyway, I was, I was duly impressed. Now, I also have heard of CBD in facial products, and I had never tried one. I was actually trying to find somebody who made them that I could interview that I would trust. And you make one product that is skincare versus pain relief, right? And I found 
the next day when I woke up, my face, my cheeks were rosier and they, I seemed to be brighter. So two questions. How does that work? And do I absorb any CBD from the product into my system? So absolutely. How it works is, so CBDA, the A stands for acidic. When the plant makes CBD, it's called CBDA. And when it's in the natural form that the plant makes it in, it not only interacts with our bodies through that endocannabinoid system, which is set up to receive cannabinoids like CBD and those CB1 receptors up in the brain, but it also interacts on a cellular level. So that same Dr. Raphael Mishulam, who did the research in the 70s and actually discovered CBD within the plant in the, uh, 1964, he came out in, in 2019, I was there in Pasadena, to tell the world that CBDA is a thousand times more bioavailable than heated up, cooked, processed CBD and interacts on a cellular level. This was a breakthrough. That means that if there are particles, you know, all of our, our cells want to be healthy and then and, and sometimes they age or they, they get off that DNA original code, uh, it interacts in like a handshake and it says, oh, we need to help reset your, your cellular level. So those are the liver spots. Those are the wrinkles. Those are just some of the aging things that happen. So if you're applying this CBDA from a whole plant, not just one little part of the plant, but the whole plant, it helps our bodies um, rejuvenate. Literally, it's like turning back the hands of time. So proof's always in the pudding. That's why I love sending it people uh, so they can try and see why it works. And what was the second part of the question? You want to know why it works? Do I absorb any CBD beneficial? I mean, is there enough of it in the amount that I might put on my face and my hands to actually make a difference in my body? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we've also put some cool essential oils and some really non-communicative things that will help penetrate the skin because the skin is obviously the largest organ in the body. So and we put 500 milligrams of, of whole plant CBDA in there. So you're certainly going to get the benefits of the CBD. Some people will even use our topicals for migraines. So they'll rub the, the topicals on, this, on their temples in the back of their neck. Some people will, that'll help them calm down and relax and sleep. So you're certainly getting some CBD. Everyone's bodies are different. Everyone has different receptor sites, has different numbers of receptors, just like pain receptors. And so you, everyone just kind of has to find out what works best for them. You know what I mean? And, and that just goes through experimentation. Yeah. So pain, a lot of people have pain for whatever reason, temporary, chronic, horrible. I read some testimonials on your sites and other people's sites saying that, you know, this is a miracle. I've had L234 pain for, you know, so many years and now it's gone. Same thing, I'm imagining receptors, take it sublingually, right? You're going to put it on your skin or on the pain point as well as taking it, or is just, is it enough to just take it, take it sublingually, I mean? Well, you know, sublingually is going to get into the blood system, into the bloodstream, and it's going to be able to penetrate deeper. So that's, that's kind of, if it's a deep chronic pain, that would be my advice. If it's kind of here or there, then if it's periodic, then, then the topical should be fine. But a lot of people, if it's serious back pain or a real serious issue, then you want to make sure that you are, uh, you know, try both. But in the beginning, I would, I would start with a topical if it's not too severe, but if it is severe, then I would, I would switch out to the sublingual. So who is CBD not a good idea for? Oh, that's an interesting question. Who is CBD not good for? Never been asked that question. Well, I mean, is it so if I were pregnant 
or if I was nursing a baby, or you mentioned people with cancer, if somebody was taking a medication, a pharmaceutical medication for a specific disease, those are the kind of, that's where I was going when I asked that question. Yeah, well, again, so CBD is, is in broccoli and kale. So just kind of use that as the, as the <laughs> driving force. So what, like, when is broccoli bad for? Well, but you'd have to eat woman. a ton of broccoli to get the same as a dropper full of your CBD oil. So yeah, I'm saying can, in the yeah. amounts that is recommended for somebody for pain relief, sure. if you were on like a chemical cocktail for some disease process, would that be contraindicated or? I mean, so here's the thing. The average person comes to us and they have, they're taking four prescription pills a day. And then after 30 days, this is 10,000 people that were interviewed, surveyed. After using our, our product or a similar product, uh, they were down to less than one prescription. Again, because CBD comes from this plant, this, this miracle hemp plant, it helps our bodies find homeostasis and balance things out. So what are some things that people take pills for? Cholesterol, high blood pressure, all types of different things of that nature and, you know, uh, diabetes. So the crazy thing is, so people will come to us for pain. That was the number one for a long time. Then something happened last year and it became stress and anxiety. And so they would come to us for pain and then they'd come back from their doctor and they'd be like, the doctor would be like, what are you doing? What happened? What changed? Because what do you mean, doc? Well, your levels are incredible. You've got the, you're 74 years old and you've got a blood readout of something in the thirties, someone in their thirties. Like we had to make sure that we didn't get our reports mixed up. So helping people like, again, with all those different things, whether it's glycemic levels or blood pressure or cholesterol, we see it all the time. And again, remember, so you're, you're taking that dropper full and it's just like eating healthy for 30 days. Like you said, you'd have to eat a lot of broccoli. Well, it's, you're shortcutting it. You're, you're, you're giving yourself all the nutrients in a concentrated form of eating healthy for 30 days in a dropper full. So is it contraindicative? Sure. Because what pharmaceutical drugs doing, right? They're trying to play on your body and try and trick your body into doing something it doesn't want to naturally do. You know, they even screw that up with aspirin. I mean, that comes from white willow bark. And we have that in our Alleviate product. So there is a, the whole plant version of an organic extract of white willow bark is great for you. It's great for pain and inflammation. Indigenous people have been using it for thousands of years. But then a smart, you know, Western medicine, we try to take the one part of the plant because that's all we can pharmaceutically understand and go through our FDA process to make billions of dollars on us. Then we screw it up and we overload it and we, people are dying. There's 50 to 60,000 people who die from over-the-counter pain pills, just like aspirin and Advil every year, but no one talks about it. Do the research. You don't have to believe me, do your own. So yes, you should consult with your physician. You should consult with who's giving you these prescription pills, you know, and look, it, it, the problem with Western medicine, in my opinion, is we're trying to fix the symptom, not try to fix the cause. Yeah, agreed. So if you get to the cause, then cut out the cheese, stop eating red meat. You got high blood pressure then stop eating crap, stop eating processed food, start drinking more water, start exercising, start sleeping better and being mindful. And won't, wouldn't you know, you know, some people who get diagnosed with cancer, it's the greatest wake up call of their life because they realize that what they were doing to themselves. And a lot of people didn't know, they didn't know that sugar did that, right. that could just basically feeds cancer and diet Coke and aspartame and all those kinds of things that that are in there and Roundup and all those things that you just think that there's some government agency out there that's protecting us. Wake up, people. We there. We need to protect ourselves. And I know that this is what your listeners are about. It's like, look, it's an awakening. Take the red pill here. You know, we need to open up our own minds here and understand we need to be protecting ourselves and our loved ones. So there, there are certainly, uh, you know, to get more to get more technical with your question. CBD helps work our liver enzyme called the P450. 
It's also the same enzyme that's with grapefruit as well. So when you see a prescription pill that says don't take with grapefruit, grapefruit interacts well with that liver enzyme as well. So CBD, because it's helping your liver process better, a lot of people can take less of their medication because their liver is working better. So they don't need to take as much of that medication. And so many people, like I said, wean down or wean off of medications when they start to understand that, oh, by, by drinking some plant juice, I'm really, I'm helping all these other things. And then that's my favorite part of this whole thing of being along this journey is they empower themselves to say, well, if I took this one supplement that comes from a plant, what else can I do to change my life? What other food should I be eating? How much water should I be drinking? Should I really just do a 20 minute walk? And then I have seen people change their entire lives by having this awakening by just trying some plant juice. And uh, yeah, so check with your doctor. But yeah. it, you know, at the end of the day, it's CBD is in broccoli, it's in kale. And if, if you know, it, it, it's just a plant, it's just, it's just, you know, it's a vegetable, essentially. I know, I think that question, I realize now that question is coming from the mindset of there's something in it, right, as opposed to just a plant, right? There's something magic, there's something voodoo, there's, you know, it's crazy. You mentioned yeah. Roundup. I'm curious. Your products are organic. Is the hemp industry generally a heavy spray farming? I mean, I, other people grow organic hemp. I get that. But I'm saying in general, if people were to just go and buy CBD and it wasn't organic, do you know whether they are, it's a heavily sprayed plant or does it not need a lot of pesticides? So it doesn't need any pesticides. Okay. And actually it's illegal to use any pesticides right now for hemp because it's oh, so new. You know, they're going to eventually have it. But, you know, all of our products are organic. If you look at our what's called COAs, it shows you that all the pesticides that us men have ever made are not in any of our products. So you certainly want to get organic. I mean, again, that's how we cleared the fog for our son was making sure that, uh, you know, all of the, the food that we fed him was organic. You certainly want to make sure that it's organic. It takes three years of one seed and three years in one field to get certified USDA. So we're almost there to get certified. You know, they technically only made um, hemp legal in uh, December of 2018. So we're almost there. And so, uh, yeah, you want to make sure that it's organic 100%. Look at the COA certificate of analysis. It'll just show you that there's, there's, it's called a full panel and you can look and see that. And I love it because so many people ask for that. And it's great that you ask about organic and all that. But then I'm like, what else are you eating? Like, why don't we always ask for COAs for apples and green beans and corn and all these things? That's like, but you're just going to woof down a McDonald's burger. You know what's in that? Why don't you get a COA on that? Let's track the ingredients on that. It blows my mind. And people are like, oh, but it's just like, so that's another thing. It, it empowers people to think. And like, you can actually send a slice of an apple in and get a test and see what pesticides are in there. Uh, so I highly recommend people to, to definitely shop organic. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We don't need any other, any things in our body. I was just talk. I was interviewed on a podcast and the woman was, we were talking about obesogens, which you probably know about, which are the hormone disruptors that are found in pesticides and chemicals, like the receipt, the thermal paper that comes out with the printing at the grocery store that has an obesogen on it. And the people, the poor people that are touching it every day. So anyway, these things are everywhere. We can't really get away from them, but we can choose what foods we take in because uh, to limit our exposure to the ones that are out there. So one last question, and that has to do with addiction. And I've heard from my 89-year-old aunt that when she is taking her CBD regularly, she doesn't crave wine as much. And I've read that there's a correlation between 
CBD and, and helping addicts with their compulsions? Yep. Well, again, so it, there's different categories of, you know, and, and look, a lot of us are addicted to one thing or another, whether it's sugar or TV or, or you know, drugs and alcohol. Part of the addiction with, with alcohol is, is sugar. It's a sugar craving yeah. as well. And so that's your glycemic levels. And so if you're taking something that helps regulate your uh, entire, all of your body systems, like, like whole plant hemp does, then if you're, you're not going to get those sugar cravings, especially if you're trying to wean off alcohol. So there's a lot of studies out there. And, and look, first things first, it, it's not going to cure everybody all the time. There's no silver bullets for anything right. in life. It's, it's, it's a, you know, it's a process, but if you, if you want to quit drinking or slow down your drinking, then that's the first step. You got to really want to. And then after that's the case, then yes, CBD has certainly helped people wean off of those sugar cravings, wean off of that, you know, that, that those alcohol types of things. And again, if it makes you feel better, the CBD, if it helps with stress and anxiety, or if it helps you sleep better at night, it certainly can help people with those kinds of things. And we've seen a lot of, so the other reason, like the other big epidemic is the, uh, you know, the opioids. Mm -hmm. So when they finally started to regulate those a little bit better, we had a lot of people in the last year or two come to us. Like they cut me off of my opioids and I'm in writhing pain. I've been using these things for three or four or five years. And what do you got? And then we'd give them the CBD and then that would help with the withdrawals. And that would obviously help with the pain based on their stories. And um, that was a great one for them to transition oh, off great. of that. So yeah. it's, again, it's going to help all parts of your body just operate efficiently. And, you know, especially people that have, have, have really been tapping into their, you know, the receptors up here, whether it's, you know, those, those opioids and things like that to kind of get things reset. I love it. I think that's a wrap. You've covered it all that I can think of. Yep. Is there anything else you yeah. want to leave people with? Well, I, again, I, I just, uh, I'm, I'm so grateful that you had me on. I'm so grateful that we connected. I, I hope your audience learned something. If, if people have questions, they certainly can reach out to us. A good email address is info at 101cbd.org. I check those emails and I'll answer any questions. If somebody wants to try the product for free, we could probably put it in the show notes, but you also can just go to www.freechill cbd.com and we'll uh, send you a free bottle to try check it out oh, for yourself awesome. you just have to pay postage the proof is in the pudding right that's i'm telling you what, i feel like yeah. i had pudding before because i definitely exactly. like just straightened me right out like you said reset i just felt like my normal self as opposed to my out of control self well, well so justin this has that. been fabulous thank you i love your enthusiasm your story your products are phenomenal i'm gonna my sister said, let me know about the face cream if it works or not. I was like, okay, so I'm going to send her one. Let her try it herself. Awesome. Well, I'm so happy, like I said, that. thank you for having me on. And I look forward to uh, just continuing to answer questions and, and let people try this, this miracle plant that uh, helped our family so much. And we love hearing the stories, how it helps other families. That's really our, our mission to pay it forward. I love that. All right. Well, thank you again, Justin. And everybody, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another Rebellious Wellness episode. Until then, be well. 
That's the end of another episode of the Rebellious Wellness Over 50 podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. If there's anything that you heard or hear when you tune in that you think would benefit a friend, a sister, a mother, hey, even some guys, send them my way, would you? And if you've not ever been to the website, rebelliouswellnessover50.com, head on over there. There are resources, things that I don't always get to on the podcast that might help you age better. Be well till next time and stay that way.